Hello out there, my friends. It is I, Hondo Onaka. Now you know what to do. You must tune in to my favorite podcast, The Five-ish Fangirls. Otherwise, there could be consequences. It's Hedges as we continue all the way to episode 415 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And usually this is where I throw in a quote, but instead I thought I'd ask you all a question. Do you know what uh, Moff Gideon's favorite ABBA song is? Super Trooper! <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fan Girls Podcast. So like join let's start off like we with the virtual table and see who's joined us. This is the stuff that comes into my head when I'm in the shower. <laughs> anyway, this is the Dean Bovidio. This is Christy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel losing her mind. Uh <laughs> You go to the gym, you get a nice workout in, and then you're in the shower getting cleaned up, and you gotta let, you know, it's just you and the water and the soap and the stuff, and, and you get and all mind. your best ideas in the shower. Yes, and by the exactly. Time you get where you can write them down, you forgot. Exactly. In this case, I totally remembered without throwing, without having to write it down. So good. Good. I want someone to invent a shower notepad that yes for, yeah. for things like that. I know I'm pretty sure that's just I'm I'm pretty sure that's just Alexa and and Siri. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Be like, hey Alexa, write this. I'm song. more I'm more a tech pilot person. I can yeah, I do like writing stuff down. Uh, so news, not a whole lot of news. Some good news though, which is always a good thing. So, yeah. um. As crazy it is that we're going to be starting the month of May next week, um, on May the fourth, ah, which is unofficially Star, unofficially officially Star Wars Day, um, as Mark Hamill I think succinctly put it in his tweet, overdue but still well deserved. Carrie Fisher is finally getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yay! <laughs> on may the 4th (laughs) yes so um and her her daughter billy um will be there accepting it on her behalf and who knows who else may show up oh i hope gary's there yes yeah yeah hopefully gary is also there um but this will be the 2754th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the category of motion pictures. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and then uh, Disney, I think, made uh, a lot of people happy by announcing that uh, as of we're recording this, all of the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland Spider-Mans are on Disney+. Plus. Not into the spider-verse though sony is holding on to that (laughs) (laughs) with a death grip so they're still working on the whole yeah um yeah the whole there's a sequel 
to that one coming out. So yes, I imagine yeah. they they are. So yeah, this past week, Jared and I, well, it was his birthday, so we took off part of the week and we saw we saw saw the D and D movie and went and saw Mario again and oh my gosh, trailers all. Mm. Mm-hmm. That one. Yep. <laughs> So, Chris, are you team Owlbear? I am totally team Owlbear. I haven't seen it yet, so. Oh, okay. You'll catch the reference when you do. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I know there's an Owlbear in it because it's in the trailers. So, and I should should amend my my statement. (laughs) The Tom Holland Spider-Mans are not on Disney Plus yet. So, again, Sony holding on for dear life. TBD, yes, but Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, of, yeah, yeah, is in there, and that's mm-hmm. somewhat Fallout from Spider-Man No Way Home. So, yep. <laughs> it's like Tom Holland Spider-Man has connections and pops up in other stuff, but just his own movies. Uh, Sony is holding on to with Dear Life. No. Oh. But uh, you can watch the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, which I th- really I think is only a matter of time before we get the Tom Holland ones, considering both of those guys are in mm-hmm. No Way Home. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there is that. Um, and that's really kind of it. It's been a little quiet, which is mm-hmm. probably a good thing. Um we do have a new gold standard Patreon episode for Patreon supporters where we talk about the 1993 Jane Campion movie, The Piano. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting a, discussion. Yeah, or a bad yeah? <laughs> it's a bad yeah. Oh. <laughs> At least in my mind. It's it's a I mean I my only other basis of comparison for for Jane Campion as a director is Power of the Dog, which ah. obviously is a lot newer and a lot better. So I don't know if it was just she's become a better director as time goes by. This is well, I mean that that is the hope. You know, if, if, of any, well, yeah. any creative endeavor, you're like, well, I hope I get better at at, at what I'm doing. So yes, it, yeah. So it's it, if someone if if you see something recently that someone's done and you're like i like that one then you watch an older one like oh not this one so much well that might actually be a like hey you have improved your craft there you go so but anyway that's there in patreon for those want to listen to it so all right feedback we got some feedback from shalane I, I like her opener first who was right they were going to do a remake of super mario brothers me oh <laughs> uh, now, now now i will i will say i do like her terminology here because this is a remake done right there's a there was yes. a, a franchise that did not they didn't do so well before and this is a chance to 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 uh to do better and they yes. did much better so that so all true. those all those studios looking to do remakes reboots whatever if you can't do it better then don't bother yeah learn, 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 learn from this example please i'm asking nicely yeah mm-hmm. 
so plus it's kind of funny that the live action super mario came out in 1983 and the new mario movie came out in 2023 i don't know if they planned that or if that's just the way things fell we'll probably never know originally it was originally supposed to come out last fall because i remember this because mcdonald's had super mario movie tie-in toys from the happy meals oh yeah and yeah and i guess the way they 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 schedule stuff out if a movie gets bumped back then they they can't change what they're gonna do so they just went on schedule as they did but we made sure and got all the toys for for the kids totally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh yep know how that goes yeah, well, I mean, we went enough. The kids got their own, and uh-huh. I kept a Princess Peach for me. And... Hey, that's absolutely a okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they put apple slices in the meal, so they're a little more little. Anyway, I grew up with Mario and Donkey Kong. Me and my older siblings played on our Super Nintendo a lot, along with my cousin too. Uh, did play a little bit of Legend of Zelda and Kingdom Hearts, even though Kingdom Hearts is done by. Disney. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, there was an animated series of Donkey Kong. I think it was on Cartoon Network. I yeah. vaguely remember the the Donkey Kong cartoon. I have no idea what channel it was on. It was. I I remember watching it, and then late years later, I went back to find. I'm like, oh gosh, this animation is hideous. But you know, it it it's it is of its time. But I I mm-hmm. like I don't remember it being this this terrible. But it was something. We had a thing. Yeah, Donkey Kong animated series existed, and uh, yeah, it happened. Thing that happened. Oh. My favorite characters are Yoshi, Diddy, Dixie, and Toad. Those are all very good choices. Now yeah. I'm going to calculate by keeping you curls on your tippy toes and list the animated movies that aren't done by Dixie, D- Dixie, Disney <laughs> or Pixar. I saw the Disney and the Pixar and I just combined them together. That, Disney and Pixar. Yeah, if, 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 if they ever Dixie. fold Pixar into Disney animation, they can just call them Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Don't it. think they will, but we were talking about Dixie Kong, so there you go. Yeah. Here are the studio. Here are the studio DreamWorks: Shrek, How Trained Your Dragon, Madagascar, The Road to El Dorado, and Megamind. I've seen some of those. Fox Animation oh. before the Disney deal: Ice Age, Horton Hears a Who, Anastasia, Fern Gully, Titan AE. Yeah, I was very confused uh, for a second um, playing the the Disney uh, the emoji game on on my oh, phone yeah. and at one point the the crazy squirrel from ice age was one of the the emojis and i'm like really? he's not disney i was very <laughs> confused i was like oh wait and you're like oh yeah box got bots yep uh sony spider-man and the spider-verse hotel transylvania swamp princess warner brothers animation quest for camelot lego movie I hear they're going to do re- do a remake of Cat in the Hat. Well, oh. anything's better than the live action Mike Myers version, yeah. I am sure. Oh. So, did one and it was terrible. One that wasn't animated, but ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. There already yeah. is an animated Cat in the Hat, and it's wonderful. But whatever. Yeah, it's from like years and years ago, like when they did the Grinch. Yeah, mm-hmm. that video. 
Yeah. And that that those those animators just yeah. <sighs> okay. Continue. Yep. Uh Paramount Sonic. I still need to watch the sequel to Sonic. Uh you better do it. You need to do it because now they're working on the spinoff. Uh so yeah. <laughs> actively in production uh in elimination despicable me grinch and now mario anyway i did love the new mario movie it was fun and there were so many easter eggs plus chris pratt is a great voice actor after the lego movie and onward oh, i forgot about he is also in the when we were talking about him being a voice actor actor i'm like oh yeah he did his lego movie and onward yeah. and he's good in both of those uh, yeah onward onward is easy well for most people, it's easy to forget. Not for me, because Alex loves it and watches it all mm -hmm. the time. But it, it came out, it like had a week, and then the pandemic happened, and it had, they had to put it on Disney Plus because no one was going to the theaters. So I mm -hmm. feel bad that that one just did not get a fair shake in, in the theaters. But it is, it's a fun movie. It oh, yeah. yeah. And we talked about it, I believe. Yes, we did. It was brand new. Yeah uh do, 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 do. uh it's the same with seth rogan and jack black so, and this is kind of like the live action movie uh yeah like i said there's a there's, a there's yeah. a little bit of there's a little bit of uh overlap as far as some plot points uh, mm -hmm. uh, i do want to go to mario land and universal studios one day you and me both sister mm -hmm. maybe do a double maybe we'll do a double trip to florida again like i did before Disney World and Universal Studios. You can do that. Yeah, I've can. done it. Yeah. You know, the, the nice thing about Universal is as long as it's not stupid busy, at least back when I last went, <laughs> you could do both parks in one day. Now with the addition yeah. of the of of Nintendo the world, you know, Nintendo World, that may be a little different. Uh so yeah, there's, there's add lots on. of people who go, yeah. There, there are a lot of people that go down and like we do Disney this these chunk of days and the Universal this chunk of days and yeah woohoo yeah so, that's the way we've always done it usually it's we go to Disney for so many days then leave go to Universal for a day and then come back and finish out at Disney. Is there World down there too? Yep. Okay, I was like, I know there's another one. Yeah, there's sea a Sea World. There's a Legoland. Um, oh, Legoland's its own thing. Yeah. Some reason I think it's part of Universal, but apparently no. Legoland okay. is its own thing. SeaWorld has all the Sesame Street stuff. So for all oh. you folks with little kids, uh, you need to go to SeaWorld if you want Sesame Street. Um and a lot of it's, you gotta buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then Bush Gardens is in Tampa, I think. I don't think there's one in central Florida. I could be wrong, yeah. but that I can't do roller coasters like I used to, so I I well, I haven't been on a roller coaster since Space Mountain when we went on our honeymoon, but I hope I can still do roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I can still do like the Disney coasters, but like mm -hmm. I can't you're you're not seeing me go into like Cedar Point or something and doing all the big crazy coasters. The, the, the big death defying ones. Yeah. Like this one has the biggest drop in all the universe. And you're like, okay. Uh, she says I like both parks. Um, and she says I don't think they compete with it. Compete with anything? Yeah, because I mean, people like to pit Disney and Universal against each other. Disney fans would be like the other park that we do not talk about. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm like competition means that 
everybody wins because we get because you guys have to impress everybody. Exactly. And the more you do that, yeah, the more you do that, the better you get. At least that exactly. is totally. So, like, come on, know, show me what you got. <laughs> bring out the big guns and and mm-hmm. you know. I've got this money. Who wants it? I want to. Yeah. I want to go on vacation, and I want to have fun, and I want and I want both bang for my buck. So what do you yep. got? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what she's kind of referring to with their yeah. little last line here. Even though they're both expensive and kind of cheap, <laughs> it just depends on what you what you know what you consider value yeah. for your dollar. So. Uh, so I'm guessing this is your girl, you girls' first episode to talk about video games. I is this? Didn't we do a, like a top ten thing some years ago? <sighs> we might have done. And we also dedicated that. an episode to 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 Doctor Who leg. <laughs> that is true. R.I.P. Anyway, <laughs> I missed so much. I still have it on my iPad, but it's kind of. It's, it's kind of not working as well as it used yeah. to. Also, my iPad's getting old and clunky. Yeah, I, was like, I still have it, but it does, it doesn't run because the iPad itself is just ancient. So <sighs> we missed that. So, that was a yeah. Such mm-hmm. a um, anyway. Um, yeah. Have you thought about talking about Pokemon or do an episode oh of the best and the worst movies based on video games? <laughs> I don't necessarily want to watch any of the other movies based on video games. <laughs> And I don't know. Uh, Pokemon, if we wanted to do an episode dedicated to that, I mean, there's so many facets of it. Well, we so that there is like, with Mario, so. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, there's the there's video game, there's a training card game, there's anime, there's yeah, that's movies, true. there's mm-hmm. there's a lot. There's, I, I mean, there's Nintendo Pokemon. did oh, start as a trading, as as a card company, so. Yes. Yes, their their thing was they do games like, like card games and stuff, and then video games started being a thing. So they're like, well, hey, let's let's you know dive into this, and the rest is history, as they yeah. say. So, but yeah, Pokemon is there's a lot to talk about, and it's all oh, it's all fun. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's it's a good time. There's a reason I still play Pokemon Go, even though a lot of people poo poo it. But you know what? When I can remember, I'm I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking yeah. about really to get on it. Well, I, I run a Pokemon Go club at my at my library, and it's just it's a, I just say yo, whoever plays come, and there and I have posters up in the in the library, and sometimes I'll see these these kids are like, like 10, 12 years old, they're like, mom, can I go? And they get all excited about it. Then there's some that are like, Pokemon Go, people still play that. I'm like, well, clearly this is not a program that is for you. So mm-hmm. you know, okay don't have to come no one's making me do it but we have a good time do it once a month uh see so the only movies i've seen that are based on video games are sonic mario tomb raider uh and uh, it says uh, does pokemon pokemon count does ready player one count as one well ready player one's not based on a video game it just references a lot of video games video games yeah yes I mean, if if Pokemon, yes and no, because I mean, Pokemon is in one version a video game, so I think so. And like, let's see, Detective Pikachu was actually a game, a little more Mm -hmm. of a game, but it it was a game. And then also, other movies are based on the anime, so I don't know. 
But um, if Ready Player One counts as a video game movie, then Wreck It Ralph definitely. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Big time. So, yeah. Uh, so I hear there is, they are go- going to do a Donkey Kong movie and a sequel to Mario. Hopefully, we'll have more Diddy and Yoshi. <laughs> well, with the with the money they raked in, ah, uh, they would be stupid not to do it. Oh. Yeah, and if you stayed for the end credit sequence of yes. <laughs> Mario movie, you kind of got a hint as to where they were headed. Yep, Yoshi baby, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited for that. Time. Yes, spoilers, but we already uh-huh. have spoilers. Yeah, so. I if mean, you are one got... of the billions of people who've seen it. Well, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, consider, considering it's it's number one in the box office for the third week in a row. <laughs> so yeah, like if you wanted to see it, you have seen it by now, maybe more than once. Yeah, uh, and if you didn't care to see it, then you don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so the last thing, the Marvels looks fun. I can't wait. It's gonna be great with girl power. I'm gonna go back and rewatch Miss Marvel because I rewatched Loki season one good idea mm-hmm. this year should have some good anima- animated movies like spider-man across the spider-verse disney slash pixar's elemental and disney wish yep which we haven't seen out of anything yet about not wish really, no. since they announced it but it's it's not due to like christmas or something so we got some time elemental's a little little sooner so we should be seeing stuff uh that is shalane's feedback and then we got some feedback from aaron which is subject line was nothing's impossible mario improbable unlikely but ever impossible (laughs) (laughs) hello my five-ish hosts i grew up with mario playing a wide variety of games over the years my favorites paper mario mario kart double dash mario golf toadstool tour mario maker and super mario world there's like you said there are so many mario yes. video games out there it's crazy yeah so. the switch uh, uh the switch recently added an online um the nintendo 64 online and i noticed they added paper mario so i'm like hey mm-hmm. so i'm gonna yeah. try that one out because i like this is like fun and i've seen a few videos of it and i'm like i'm curious and i already <laughs> pay for the Nintendo online service, so I might as well give my money for it. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that they that they put up a bunch of retro games because yeah, it's right. Well, and and, yes. you know, and that's good considering yes. you know of the five games that Aaron just listed, that covers four different plat uh game console mm-hmm. platforms. So yep. you got a Nintendo sixty four, yeah. two GameCubes, a Switch, and a Super Nintendo. So. Yeah, so so what I yeah, the Switch, you know, it's it's nice because if you want to go play go back and play these games, you don't have to like search eBay for a for an old console if you don't have one, then find the right. game and it's and like try to figure out how to hook it up to whatever yeah, TV yeah. you have. Yeah, Jared has a GameCube that he bought to is he there's some GameCube games he likes to play and we can't hook it up to our TVs anymore because it don't have the right hookup. We gotta get the adapter which we yeah, haven't done yet, but like, come on, guys. Yeah. So I'm hoping they add GameCube to the to the roster at some point. Uh, Eric continues. Another thing I love: the original Super Mario Brothers movie. 
I was probably about 10 when I saw it on sale for $5 and I became the only person in history to ever say, wow, what a steal. <laughs> My mother bought it for me and over the years I watched the heck out of it. Now I realize it's a terrible movie. I'm not going to defend it, but it's without a doubt my favorite so bad it's good movie. The new movie, and I, it was all right. The voice cast was fantastic, but it was basically the light humor I expected it to be. I'm hoping the inevitable sequel will be better. Take care, Aaron. Yeah, Chauncey asked me yeah. if I had seen the, the new movie, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, how is it? I'm like, it's exactly what you'd expect for something that's a mm -hmm. cartoon that's supposed to be family friendly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, pretty yeah. predictable, but it's really entertaining because the voice but, cast know, does really well. Yeah. And, you know, and Aaron, I am right there with you. Uh, it's the, with the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, it is a terrible movie, but there are some things I like about it. And I watch it as sort of a guilty pleasure when I'm in the mood. So I, I totally get it. And, you know, the new movie, I think where, you know, Nintendo had been, ha had one adaptation before and it backfired on them. They were like, let's just keep it simple. Let's just keep it you know let's not let's not do anything complicated and it worked so mm -hmm. i i think i think the, the the simplicity of the plot was on purpose just to be like hey you know, how can we do this and can we make it work and yeah so maybe they'll go with a more complex story or different things just as long as they don't go too crazy with it yeah you've seen franchises they start out simple and then as they go on and add more characters and more plot lines I'm thinking of Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire way back when, and we thought, oh, mm -hmm. you got to add this, this, and this, and it became a mess. So as long as it does, they don't, they don't get mired in the big mess, then it'll be fine. Yep. So we got we and, got a really solid movie out of them. Yeah, yeah. And to to circle back to Shalane's uh, uh, question about whether we've discussed video games before, Brittany dug up episode eighty-seven. Don't blow on the cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> so I we did. We did a quote unquote top 10. Yes. But that was Which episode 87. We're at 414. We tend to, yeah. yeah. That was I'm, I'm, seven I, years I forget ago, things. To, yeah. yeah. So it was in fact April of 2016. So a little over seven years ago. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. seem like that it, long. Yeah. No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Yes, we have. Yeah. We did do our top ten. So you know, maybe, maybe we're due for a revisit, or some deep dives into some of our favorite video yeah. games. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll percolate on that. Yeah. Yes. But for now, we need to move on to this week's main topic, which is yeah. season three of everyone's favorite space-based sitcom of daddy and son uh <laughs> and, and, and mommy and auntie and mean uncle uh-huh <laughs> yeah so Mandalorian season three uh which uh is only eight episodes but they packed a lot Oh, into those yes. into those into those eight episodes because you know when we'd left off Din Jaren had been essentially 
uh, ostracized from the Mandalorians because he admitted that he had taken off his helmet in front of someone um, by choice, <laughs> voluntarily. Um, and he told he was told that the only way he could uh, redeem himself was to go bathe in the living waters in Mandalore. But as far as everybody was concerned, Mandalore was uh, well. He knew it had been just you know like the surface and everything on it had been destroyed thanks to the Empire. Um, but uh, it, as far as they were concerned, it wasn't even safe to land on. Like the air was not going to be breathable and who knows what else would make it extremely dangerous. Um, but of course, Din Djarin being the oh-so, um, uh, you know, by the, by the book <laughs> Mandalorian, uh, for the most part, that uh, he's like, it, I'm gonna go, and I'll bring back proof. We're like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, so, but first, yeah, we gotta have we gotta have a little bit of adventure, and that includes going uh, back to Navarro and hanging out with the uh, grief Karga and uh, stopping some pirates, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, trying to rebuild ig11 which did not work <laughs> and ig11 woke up immediately and was like kill <laughs> so uh-huh. he woke up and he was violent yes exactly. it woke up on the wrong side of the electric bed let's just put it that way yeah <laughs> yep so that uh that didn't go over too well um though so, which i love the I love the little the Anzellans though. <laughs> when they first go and they're trying to they're trying to fix IG Levin and Grogu yes. is like playing with them and they're like, no squeezy! You no know? squeezy, bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh I felt sorry for the one who I think is Babu Frick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is just like no, uh-uh. not a toy. Yeah, he's just a baby. <laughs> and the answer is like, I don't care if he's just a baby. No yeah. squeezy. No squeezy. <laughs> yep. Oh, so, um, because because Mando wants a droid to be able to take to the planet to, to he can go put it on the planet first, have it scan, see what it's like, see if the atmosphere is breezable, that sort of thing. Um, so he's like, okay, plan B. Well, first, we're going to stop by uh, uh, Bo-Katan's place and um, ask her if she wants to go. And she's like, no, I'm going to sit here and mope because I lost a dark saber. I lost my people. I lost my crew. She was a little depressed. So then Din Djarin's like, okay, plan C. Off to Tatooine to visit everyone's favorite mechanic slash parts dealer, Pelly Meadow. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help him fix the IG-11, so instead she sells him R5-D4, who apparently still has a bad motivator after all this time and doesn't really want to go to mantle <laughs> but goes anyway uh-huh. kind of yep 
but turns out Mandalore, it is it the air is uh safe to breathe. It's it's not toxic, so it's it that at least that part is is safe. Um so of course Mando and Grogu are like in we go. And Mando immediately gets attacked by some weird creatures and uh grogu have you know being grogu he's so smart uh (laughs) is able to figure out how to well we knew he knew kind of knows how to fly uh you know spaceships um to a point so he runs (laughs) off to bogotan and we need help it's like help (laughs) you know so that's exactly what she does uh, so they head back off to Mandalore, and she saves Mando's butt. Mm-hmm. Um, Daddy's in trouble in several <laughs> in several ways. Uh-huh. First, she saves him from the, cre- the the weird creatures that captured him, and mm-hmm. then when he goes and be- start, you know, takes his dip in the in the in the living waters, he sinks right to the bottom, and she has to go after. Him. Mando, where does it say on the Beskar that it's a flotation device? Yeah. Or even that, you know, this will not drop you like a lead balloon the minute <laughs> that. Dude, you're lucky it didn't rust on you. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think Beskar is capable Can rust. of rusting. I would right, hope. But- yeah, but knowing Mando's luck at this point in time, anything well, that's could true. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, but so Bo-Katan has to dive in and save him, which she does. But in the process, she spots something that's not supposed to exist because they're supposed to be extinct. Oh, uh huh. It's just like okay, somebody's not been telling the truth. Something's been somebody's been telling something from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. And it ain't Obi Wan. Yeah. So they gotta take Mando back to where all the other Mando Mandalorians are hanging out, including the armorer. Um. So they go and do that, and then we cut to uh an episode that has nothing to do with the mandalore <laughs> at least not directly it, right and with... does that ever get wrapped up doctor no that whole That's thing with I dr thought. pershing and what actually yeah. happens to him and all of that no okay that's what i thought okay yeah so it I, okay because for some yeah, oddball but... reason it's like did it get resolved and I just missed it or no? Yeah, that's no, no, because this this is this is part of what would have been one of the series that was announced uh, however long ago it was and got put on the back burner. Okay. So they took part of one of the plots and kind of crammed it in, which it does make it does kind of it kind of takes the 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 it, it it's a weird detour in the middle of the season because we're getting all this all this history about Mandalore and the 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 the, you know, the pur the great purge 
and their history and the customs and all of this stuff. And, you know, we finally see a mythosaur and all these things. Then all of a sudden we're on Coruscant on this weird side plot with Dr. Pershing, which I mean, Dr. Pershing obviously was important because that's who Mando saved Grogu from in the very beginning. Right. All the way back in season one, because Dr. Mm -hmm. Pershing is doing this work on cloning, which we all know cloning is very important if you're the emperor um, mm -hmm. and want to never die uh, so, exactly exactly um so uh so yeah i mean we did need to kind of come back to dr pershing a little bit but getting kind of like the what have they been doing with former imperials in the new republic because obviously there are some imperials that are like screw the new republic i'm gonna just do what i want um and then you got you know that are acting like the 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 empire still exists um and then you've obviously you've got some that are like i've seen the air in my ways i'm going to be a good person now and are not for the new republic and then you got some people that be like yeah i'm going to join the new republic and uh do something uh <laughs> you know make a fresh start and that's what dr pershing is trying to do um mm -hmm. being stuck uh doing really desk work uh which we saw a little bit of this in andor <laughs> so, it's a, a empire new republic you know whatever you want to call it there's still it's still bureaucracy and there's still people that are stuck at desks doing <laughs> man, just boring like paperwork and data entry and stuff with computers <laughs> Um, so, i mean i kind of it, it does amuse me uh somewhat when we do see the the boring office bureaucratic side of the empire you think darth vader and you know all you know it's like all this badass evil stuff and it's like yeah but at the end of the day it's still a government and requires people to do paperwork <laughs> And, and backstabby business as usual. Yeah, um, you know, it's a uh, it, it 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 it's it's a, it's a thing that happens. Um, but I just find it amusing, uh, personally. So especially especially if you um know your um uh old uh technology because the part of the computer that dr pershing is using is an old commodore 64 uh, i noticed that right away i'm like oh i knew that i played on that there's just something very amusing about the the the, the empire slash new republic is using commodore 64 top of the line technology you know no 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 credit was wasted it's like they have the ability they have the ability to do interstellar state you know space travel at hype you know it beyond the speed of light and cloning and all these other things but they're using governor 64s for their computer nothing but the best for our imperial elite i guess mm. so oh my uh well, 
right. I'm laughing so hard, making my eyes water. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, it's like we get this whole thing with Pershing, and then he gets convinced um, that he should he should pick up where he left off with his cloning research on the DL, but that ends up getting betrayed, and then gets his brain wiped his memory wiped but then that gets sabotaged so i don't know that they left that we don't know what's yeah. gonna you know if that's gonna come back to bite somebody on the butt because the the obviously the cloning thing is kind of important because we know it's coming so but you know that doesn't mean that the like the the new republic didn't like seize his notes or whatever um and can't find someone else to do it or something i don't know that's a very loose thread um mm -hmm. that may or may not be picked back up in the next season or in something like maybe ahsoka and or the uh from what i understand is you know we've got another season of the mandalorian that supposedly is going to start production later this year so we won't it's not going to be a super long wait like before um and then obviously we got ahsoka um and then ahsoka will run somewhat parallel to what's happening in here timeline wise but with the bringing in of Thrawn, a live action version of Thrawn, that eventually we're going to get a movie with, uh, in theory, Mando and Grogu and Ahsoka and you know some of our our friends from Rebels that we saw are going to be in Ahsoka. You know Sabine and uh, you know Chopper and Ezra and all that. Um, and then we're supposed to get a, a essentially a Thrawn movie, and the idea is Thrawn is supposed to be like the big threat. He's supposed to be like Thanos for Star Wars. Maybe something that they'll give us a little bit more, but still may not resolve completely until we get that movie, the Thrawn movie. So I guess we'll just have to to wait and see. So I mean, I love the science stuff though. Um, who knows? I don't know. All I know is what I've heard uh, <laughs> from people who know more than me because uh, they read things. I drink but don't know things. Um, and then other people apparently don't drink and do know things. <laughs> um, so, um, anyway back to what we really care about which is mando and grogu um and grogu gets to start uh combat training oh boy which is so cute mm -hmm. um so because he's like they're, they're essentially playing paintball uh mm -hmm. in close quarters you know yeah. um but and the you know, once he... person he faces off against uh... <laughs> Yeah, is 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 uh is uh Paz Vizla's kid mm -hmm. um who is um uh uh Ragnar 
Vizsla, who is played by apparently Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jimmy called in a few favors, did he? I, I guess. guess. Yeah. Well, and I guess. Uh, well, I guess the kids already got like a budding acting career because uh, he also played one of the young stand people in Book of Boba Fett. And so, but that still doesn't mean that maybe Jimmy Kimmel didn't, you know, call in a few favors. Who knows? Um, so, um, funny enough, this the the this episode with the combat training and then uh, uh, Ragnar Vizsla getting captured by that giant raptor thing, and then them having to work together to save him. Um, that episode was directed by Carl Weathers nice yep <laughs> grief karga himself so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. um and of course yeah this this get because because bo katan had to go into the water to save mando technically she bathed in the living waters as well Mm-hmm. Even she never said any of like the words that like Manda was saying, so I guess that that point doesn't count as long as they don't break it up. Um, I said the words in my head uh, okay. and in my heart. That's all that really matters. <laughs> um, Bo-Katan is now also considered redeemed because we know that she does not care about the whole helmet thing. Um, nope. In fact, she even asked that when they're. You know, at one point when they have to take up camp in their process of trying to to save this this kid, um, and she's like, "Well, how do we eat?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you get your food and you go off at a distance and don't look at anybody else. Uh-huh. Separate and, rooms, <laughs> yeah. Just separate and eat and keep your eyes to your plate, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then when, as soon as you're done, put the helmet back on. So I did I did like she's very practical though. She's like, well, how do you eat? Um, but they she she shows just how good of a leader she actually is. This is this is Bo Katan's opportunity to show these Mandalorians that she is still a good uh good potential leader, yeah, you know, despite the whole dark saber thing. Um and um she loses one of her pauldrons in the process um so then the armor makes her a, a new one but this time with the mythosaur so she's got the 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 night hour or whatever on one and then she's got the mythosaur on the other which was fun and of course you know friend of the show jen markham made sure to update her bo katan cosplay as soon Yay! as possible uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it matched <laughs> uh um so then we get uh some more pirates um the uh a even larger contingency of pirates shows up to navarro and is like sup we're going to tear up this town because you were rude to one of our people even though they didn't belong there <laughs> so anyway um they're pirates yeah mm-hmm. and not the fun kind you know like jack sparrow these are like bleh, pirates oh hondo um, 
Yeah. And I even I read something later, pirates. Yeah, I and the funny thing is, is like they were talking. I read something, and they were talking about the you know pirates and you know pirate kind of culture as we know it within the Star Wars universe. And they mentioned Hondo, and I'm like, no, Hondo is not in the same league. Hondo is a grifter who wants uh-huh. to be a pirate. Yes. <laughs> no offense to <laughs> Jim Cummings and our fabulous bumper that I'll probably use for this episode. Um, but but Hondo, it, you know, if you've if you've seen enough of Hondo in the in the cartoons uh to know that uh he has the aspirations of being an amazing pirate but none of the common sense that goes with it <laughs> so, he's not the brightest crayon in the bunch and is really more concerned about just making as much money as possible mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he does not necessarily think through he, he doesn't plan? really have a plan. No, <laughs> his plan. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, make again, stuff up as we go along. Yeah. Fly by the seat of our pants. Let's do. Exactly. I mean, Hondo is is closer to Jack Sparrow than. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Minus you the see rock. me see that because I will not be doing it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Jack Sparrow admits it in one of the movies that he really just makes it up as he goes along. So, uh, uh, but uh, in the process, uh, we get the return of of Carson Tiva, the uh, the pilot, uh, and um, starfighter pilot and um he um in the in the we see him get the message from grief tar carga and he's at like a bar or, or whatever where like you know the pilots hang out in the orange jumpsuits and stuff and mm-hmm. and um uh it uh it it uh, and um uh, not John Favreau, the other one. Um, Baloney? <laughs> yes, um, is in the bar. You see him. He's got his his, his signature hat, uh, his cowboy type hat that he loves to wear to everything. Um, yeah. uh, so you you can't miss him. Uh, so, um, which is is funny because I actually did miss him. So now I need to go back and watch it. Um, but <laughs> I as, by, yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides Dave Filoni <laughs> in his in his in his cowboy hat, because we got this episode before we got the trailer for Ahsoka, so we actually get our first look at one of our rebels, <laughs> a certain fu- giant fuzzball. Who would actually probably grimace at the at, a, at him calling a fuzzball? Uh, yep. But we get Zeb, <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> we get our first look at live action Zeb. Uh, so still uh, voiced uh, by Steve Bloom, uh, who voiced him in, in Rebels. So mm-hmm. uh, that's really cool. Um, 
but uh, and then uh, Carson Tiva goes to to Mando to ask for help, and again, um, Bo Katan uh, takes the lead, and um, well, I mean, Mando asks for help, and of course, she's like, absolutely, um, and so, but Bo Katan being the uh, leader that she is helps lead uh the the mission the attack force and then of course they stop the pirates which is good um and once again showing bo just how good of a uh a, a, a leader that she is so um and in a interesting twist the armorer orders bo to remove her helmet um and uh, uh allows her to walk through uh the crowd of all the mandalorians without her helmet on and the armorer's justification is that since bo-katan has walked in both worlds as a strict mandalorian and then outside the mandalorian uh sphere that she can be the bridge that helps bring the mandalorians that are scattered all over the place back to them and they can potentially take back mandalore their planet um so then uh we get we get the episode directed by bryce dallas howard Mm -hmm. (laughs) which means grogu is especially cute Mm -hmm. Um, holy yes mando yeah in, in this particular episode uh, along with uh, apparently uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm assuming, uh, calling up some friends of hers, um, which we had, I'd seen the rumor about Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. So I you know, was still surprised because it was just a rumor. It wasn't anything confirmed. So I was still kind of surprised, but not that surprised when he shows up, which I love all the memes that have been coming out about Mandalorian man in DeLorean um, (laughs) since then. Um, uh, Pretty sure they go faster than 88 miles per hour in the Star Wars universe. Um, But that's actually Doc Brown who. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's actually Doc Brown and he's still time traveling. Uh, I'll buy that. uh, Yeah. Oh, the fodder. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, we get a couple of other guest stars in the form of uh, Jack Black. Yep. Which, of course, why not? It, it's Star Wars. Let's have let's have Jack Black and Lizzo. Yes. Of all people, which I mean, she was great in this. I love oh, Lizzo. Yeah, she was uh, awesome. So they play this 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 cat this captain and duchess or the leader of this planet. Um. And uh, where uh, Axe Wolves and the other part, uh, the other members of what was Bo-Katan's fleet have kind of taken up as their spot and are have become like mercenaries for hire um, instead of being proper Mandalorians. Um, but uh, before they can, uh, before Mando and Bo-Katan can go speak to axe wolves they have to help uh this planet with their 
my uh malfunctioning droid problem mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um so and- we could kind of like a like a like a you know kind of like a law and order type thing going on in this episode mm-hmm. and grogu has no sense of stranger danger whatsoever he, i mean he's like, for he's for sensitive i'm sure he yeah. i'm sure he he knows true um but man was like yeah he, he he's not a people person and then whew, yeah right into the duchess's arms like, yeah Hi. i mean munchies i need <laughs> yeah i'm like she's offering me snacks she seems nice you know my four senses aren't telling me any you know this is this is wrong yeah i'm gonna go over to her and snuggle and get some snackies so grogu gets to gets to hang out with the royalty and get all the snacks while uh mando and bo katan play cop (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to figure out why all these droids are that were supposedly reprogrammed are all of a sudden uh essentially doing what ig11 did when he got reactivated and went into murder mode Mm-hmm. Uh, and choose violence and it turns out that's actually christopher lloyd behind it the entire time which i can't say is really surprising uh right <laughs> you can you can have somebody like christopher lloyd in, in, in make a guest appearance and not have him be important to the plot um so but it is there, there's some there's, there's some comedy in in this particular episode um which is is pretty cool um it's a it's a nice bit of levity uh so Mm -hmm. um yeah so they they uh uh yeah figure it out that it's christopher lloyd that's that's doing it and i almost felt like he was gonna have a scooby-doo moment when they bring him to the to to jack black and lizzo he's like i would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those dang mandalorians yes yes (laughs) and then somebody winds up getting knighted (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, oh. and then Grogu gets knighted. Uh, which is adorable. Um but that symbol's about as big as he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's already gotten his first bit, he's already gotten his next bit of Mandalorian armor. Because he got the chain mail. Mm-hmm. And now he got the, the little medallion thing from the armorer. And now he's got this knight title, so he's just racking up all like the the toys and titles and stuff mm-hmm. before he can even string two words together. So right. you know, good for him. Um, Hopefully, they're paying him in chalky in chalky milk and chicky nuggies, but we don't know. Well, or in <laughs> his case, famous. probably froggy nuggies, froggy um, nuggies. Yeah. and blue cookies. <laughs> yeah, and blue cookies. Um, so. Uh, but uh, Bo-Katan, uh, yeah. Eventually, she's face to face with her her uh, her old crew, who's like, uh, "What? Why we want to come back to you? We're making good money here, being, you know, privateers essentially." Um, and of course, Wolves is all like, um, "So then they fight. She beats him, um, and then Mando finds a really good loophole." Or gray area, kind of in the same vein as the as the Elder Wand and Harry Potter, 
Yeah, exactly what I was thinking too. That's exactly what I thought. Where, where he had the dark saber, but then when he went to Mandalore and went into the mines, he got attacked. Yep, and he lost the dark saber. It was taken from him by one of those creature things. And then when Bo-Katan showed up, she got the dark saber from the 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 thing that had captured him and killed it and and you know it was she killed it but she didn't have to kill it that's the thing it's kind of like again with the elder one you don't have to kill the person who had it before you that was Voldemort's mistake and that's why the uh, Severus Snape is now dead mm-hmm. um because Snape did not have to die uh <laughs> all it matters is that it changes hands in combat so in the, in this case technically Bo-Katan got the Darksaber from a, the, the, the being that had taken it from Mando, and therefore she is now the rightful wielder of the Darksaber, which apparently everybody's like, yeah, that tracks. That that makes perfect sense. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> so then the last two episodes are, we finally see Moff Gideon again, and we get more of his, his weird you know, machinations. I... <laughs> With this, one of the videos I was watching, um, someone equated Moff Gideon when uh, Mando and Grogu uh, destroy the 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 tanks that all of his clones are in. The equivalent of uh, a kid getting mad because someone uh, opened up his toys or destroyed his his toys before he got a chance to play with them <laughs> like i had the, those were my action figures i was gonna play with them and now you've destroyed mm-hmm. it apparent, apparently moff gideon is like a mandalorian like fanboy but because he's imperial as much as he wants to be like a mandalorian because apparently he thinks they're just like badass he decides that he's gonna like you know make his own awesome mandalorian-esque troopers so he you know he's got you know he's got you know eventually he when he hears that the 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 fat the the clans that have been like enemies for ages uh are actually w- actively working together he realizes that they're they're probably going to go and try and reclaim mandalore so then he's all like okay well i'm gonna take my stormtroopers that now have badass best car armor and i'm gonna take my awesome dark trooper armor that i've upgraded with best car and we're gonna go and lay it down in mandalore and that's exactly what happened but before we gotta have a whole bunch of uppity up imperial new republic folks um yak uh, and give us more plot stuff um because we have captain uh pelion who is uh supposed to be like thrawn's like right hand man yes um yeah, so he's and he's the one that's like, no, Thrawn's Thrawn's coming back, and everybody else, including Moff Gideon, is like, I don't see him. You know, you keep saying Thrawn's going to show up, 
I'm not seeing him anywhere. And we're all now we're all like, well, that's because he's going to be over in Ahsoka instead. Um, right. <laughs> busy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Ron knows how to delegate. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Rendell Hawks, who is <laughs> Hux's father, but is played by Dom Hall Gleason's brother. <laughs> uh which is which is i mean if you need somebody that looks like they're related i okay. guess that, that works that works best as 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 anything uh i thought that was kind of funny though so but hey you know whatever works um uh, but yeah that's that's brian gleason who is don uh, gleason's brother but he's playing don hall gleason's character's father uh <laughs> from the force awakens and all that so the disney the disney trilogy um so yeah so we have the and then we have this awesome throwdown on mandalore um uh, which is really it, it, it's really cool uh we get um yeah stuff with the the flag the mandalorian flagship um and we got some tie squadrons and uh all sorts of stuff we got the uh you know essentially all of the mandalorians fighting with you know while on uh once they get back to the surface they're able to use like their jet packs and stuff it's really cool it's mm -hmm. a it's a really cool um you know kind of uh fight sequence um you know we got the you know big group stuff big explosions michael bay would be proud i'm sure <laughs> um yeah but then we get some close quarter stuff like we get it you know we get a fight between bo katan and um and uh moff gideon okay again kind uh well it, it's a loose thread for now but moff gideon you know uh, moff gideon like had the dark saber and really wants the dark saber back and then when he's finally face to face with Bo-Katan and she's fighting him with it, he's got his hands on it. What does he do? He crushes it instead of trying to take it from her. He's like, well, if I can't have it, nobody can have it. So I'm just going to break this into a million little pieces. Like, really? After all this, you're just going to crush it like a Coke can? Okay, I guess. Um, but one of the videos that I was uh, watching um they mentioned the fact that in ahsoka as we mentioned when they gave us the the ahsoka trailer and all that that the droid that david Tennant is coming back to voice was a droid that belonged to the jedi and mm -hmm. in his memory banks contains the how to construct every lightsaber ever yeah because he was the uh, one that if i remember right was with the younglings they won't pattern mm -hmm. yet and he, he was teaching them how to make the lightsabers so that mm -hmm. makes sense that he would have the information of all the ones that have been made will they remake the dark saber i don't know maybe make something else instead for bo katan to fight with i mean and then eventually grogu is gonna need a lightsaber so <laughs> no but i to i'd totally forgotten forgotten that so that was like oh that's probably going to come in handy down down the line having that so um 
but uh and we get some we get some cool uh, we get a cool tag team team up with mando and grogu grogu saves mando's butt um because they 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 couldn't get the ig11 to work again so instead <laughs> they hollowed out the center and made it so that grogu could sit inside of it and kind of puppet it <laughs> and also somewhat communicate there's a yes and a no button which grogu took advantage of a lot um which is quite funny so but we get a nice we get a nice uh, a nice little team up because uh you know mando realizes that he's he's better with grogu with him as opposed to like trying to send the kid off to keep him safe uh mm-hmm. which is so cliche he's like no kid we're we're gonna do this it's gonna get messy but we're gonna do this and grogu is like absolutely you know i got you um that it, it it's it's really cool because i mean both mando and and grogu kick some some stormtrooper butt mm-hmm. they destroy moff gideon's uh you know uh collection of clones at least that those that we know that we saw there uh, that doesn't mean that he didn't have clones a clone if not more stashed elsewhere <clears throat> that wouldn't be too shocking honestly um so but uh yeah we, we see grogu use the force he 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 has a kind of a mini yoda versus count dooku moment uh moment you know <laughs> where yoda is all like flipping all over the place and being really badass and you're like yeah grogu kind of has that moment but he's you know he obviously doesn't know the ways of the force as well as yoda but he did with what he does know which is jumping and flipping um and being able to move things with the force like oh you're like that oh look a, a blaster that a stormtrooper is about to reach nope <laughs> sorry you're not getting that oh and they're creating a really cool force field to a little bubble to protect him and mando and bo-katan from fire when Mm -hmm. the entire base gets blown up and in theory moff gideon gets blown up also but just like with comic books until you see a body and even then Exactly. that doesn't mean they're dead <laughs> so i don't think well, i like, do not i don't i don't believe that that he is dead uh by 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 any means um we, we've seen other star wars characters come back from exactly yeah, yeah exactly so well and and i've seen some theories that uh because we even see when moff gideon's having that conversation with this you know quote-unquote shadow council mm-hmm. that you know they the the rest of them those council members you know hawks and you know whatever uh those other people have like their own plan plans like obviously Moff gideon he he was interested in the cloning but only for himself mm-hmm. because he he wants to be able to use the force and he's again pissed that you know he can't get he's not a mandalorian he's not a jedi he's just a he's just a regular run-of-the-mill human being and he hates that so he's like i'm gonna make me some clones that are force sensitive and that's why he's concerned about like being able to do the cloning meanwhile 
you've got Hux and these other dudes, and in theory, Thrawn, that are concerned about the cloning because they want to be able to bring back the Emperor, um, supposedly. At least that's what we're assuming. Um, although we're still quite a bit away from the timeline of, you know, the 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 Force Awakens and that, you know, with with Snoke, who is really just a, a defective Emperor Palpatine clone that <laughs> didn't didn't quite take properly, right. um, and uh, you know, with uh, you know, with the you know, Ray and and all the all the stuff that we get we get in the in the Force Awakens, we're still a bit away from that timeline wise. Um, so it's still got to fill us in. But anyway, the point is, Moff Gideon's doing his own thing. Everyone else is on their page, and we even hear him say, "He's like, you know, I'm I I don't care about your." plans for project neck romancer and all those fun all those things he's obviously saying i've got my own plans and y'all can suck it um <laughs> is really what he's mm -hmm. saying and um eventually that's going to come supposedly the theory is that that's going to come around to bite him in the ass uh because thrawn is going to consider that him usurping him and that thrawn is going to be the one to actually properly kill Moff Gideon. We'll see. Yeah. If that actually, but either way, I don't think we've we've seen the end of Moff Gideon. That version, maybe? We might have seen the last of, but I, I think he probably had at least an, one other clone probably stashed away somewhere. Because you, like, you know how it is, when you have something valuable, you don't put it all in one place. No. That's, that's not smart. You know, you gotta diversify your investments. Mm -hmm. in case in case something happens <laughs> so i'd imagine that moff gideon took a similar approach um with with his clones and when we see him again it'll probably be a clone now whether that clone will actually be force sensitive tbd um mm -hmm. whether they i got that far in in the scientific process because again we we don't know exactly what's happened to dr pershing and that may play into it as well um but you don't hire someone like jean carlo esposito and after and he's not really had that much screen time and suddenly kill mm -hmm. him off like that i it does not make sense of course you know people thought the same way when they hired sean bean for game of thrones and we saw how that went so who knows yeah uh, <laughs> uh but uh yeah so they 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 stopped buff Gideon at least in his forces at least at this point and now they're going to rebuild man mandalore um they re they fire the great forge back up they've got uh some people that actually survived the purge have and have been living essentially underground and have figured out how to cultivate some of the plants that were you know native to mandalore uh so they've been able to figure out how to do farming and stuff so in theory mandalore as a planet can be rebuilt and be thriving again it's gonna take a lot of work and a lot of time but it is potentially possible 
Not that Mando and Grogu are going to stick around because Grogu, uh, Mando has now decided to take on Grogu officially as his, as his, as his apprentice. But the only way he can do that because, uh, you know, a, a, a parental or guardian, parent or guardian has to say, yes, I'm going to allow my, my child to be tied to this person as their apprentice. And so Mando is like, well, I'll adopt him officially and then we're all like yay it's official on paper mm -hmm. even though everyone around him like bogatan and the armorer when talking to grogu refer to mando as his father uh -huh. <laughs> so everybody yeah. else could see it except for mando <laughs> yeah yeah bogatan is like what you thought your dad was the only mandalorian <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> So it's like everyone else has been referring to them as a father and son combination there. Um, so, but that that means that now Grogu has to uh, go on go on adventures and learn how to be a proper Mandalorian. So they take up residence in a uh, cabin on the outskirts of Navarro, a gift from Grief Karga as a thank you for helping every time navarro has come under siege how many times has navarro been attacked since this um, whole thing started <laughs> uh, at least both hands maybe the start of one foot i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough that their cabin is in bullock canyon which if you know your star wars actors nice you know jeremy, jeremy bullock, bullock. Was the OG mm -hmm. with that so <laughs> uh so yeah and that ending with grogu just floating that froggy yeah hey he's hanging out in the front of the, in the yard just playing with the frogs and mando's just chilling on chair like taking a breather it's it's a very it's a very uh it's it's not it's 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 so domestic it's not something you would expect from no. mando no. <laughs> but at the same time it's like oh there were several like, times where i got emotional during the finale i'm like oh same here and, <laughs> and i will take the ending because i know the crap's about ready to hit the fan for the next mm -hmm. reason uh, like i said ahsoka ahsoka is going to somewhat run parallel to this so wherever ahsoka ends is gonna probably give us an idea of where the next season of the mandalorian is gonna go <laughs> so because uh -huh. it's all leading to thrawn is the thing yep. ahsoka mandu mando all the mandalorians grogu you know any other jedi that might you know the other jedi ezra you know you got sabine you, you know got all these people uh, you know characters and it's it's all on a fast track fast track it's all they're all on the same path that eventually is going to converge and meet face to face with thrawn so mm -hmm. uh, but in the meantime you know we're still going to get some more uh yeah we'll get some more uh of of grogu's backstory we got a, a nice uh well nice it's order 66 uh <laughs> it's not that nice but okay. we do get a flashback Mm -hmm. of more of grogu's experience during order 66 and we see how he got out <laughs> and 
to safety um mm -hmm. off off of uh uh out of the jedi temple um and it's it's uh by by kellerin jedi master kellerin beck who was created for a kids star wars game show that i guess was a thing during the pandemic because it said 2020 so i'm assuming this is probably something they did maybe as a thing for the pandemic maybe for kids to watch um or something i don't know uh i never i never heard it the jedi temple challenge um but anyway master keller and beck <laughs> is played by Ahmed best uh-huh if you don't know the name you sure know who he's played in star wars before that would be uh -huh. everyone's favorite jar jar binks Yes. Yeah. No so, little bitchy in a weird time. <laughs> in a weird roundabout kind of way, Jedi Master Jar Jar Binks kind of confirmed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Most of us were betting on Sith Lord, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh that was that was really cool when I realized who that was. Because if if you know anything about Ahmed's story and what happened to him after the prequels and just how like seemingly universally hated Jar Jar Binks was and how he took that personally and really screwed him up mentally um I believe uh up to the point where he tried to unalive himself at one point or at least mm. thought about it um so he got in a really bad place but was eventually able to to obviously you know get out of it and now he's kind of getting you know redemption um in, in a way and getting a second chance by by playing this cat this this character which i think is is cool so i never had a problem with jar jar binks i didn't either so and i was not gonna hate on the actor either mm -mm. Yeah, that's that's he's just doing what he was hired to do. Yeah, and um, it's mostly I guess you know people found him annoying. Yeah. But it's like how many annoying characters are there in movies that you're just kind of like it's it, it's annoying and you just it, it there, there it is. That that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully knock on wood this time around he's getting a much better re reception uh that's uh uh that's not uh you know going to do him any harm i hope <laughs> so um but uh but yeah i thought that was uh, that was that was cool so i definitely would want to see more of his character though Yes. I was kind of afraid of like, okay, what happened to him to have Grogu not in his care anymore? Yeah, because we just see they 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 are able to get off planet, but what happens to that, we still don't know. So, um, but again, I think that's that's more that we'll get in in in, a, in probably season four. So, that that whole bit with Doctor Pershing smack dab in the middle of it was a bit weird. But because we know what's coming, 
you know, Project Necromancer and Thrawn and and everything, I could kind of forgive it because mm-hmm. they need they because they need to give us that some of those things so that when we get Ahsoka in a couple months, we're not so like, wait, what is Thrawn? Because Thrawn is like, you know, his he's he's bad news uh to put it mildly Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he is really 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 bad news um Uh and he and he has it out pretty much for anybody that can use the force uh Uh so you know not only does uh ahsoka need to watch her back but uh so does a certain mr skywalker um who has um his own school full of of you know force sensitive (laughs) students that hopefully he can he can keep that location uh on the dl away from thrawn but yeah i'm really i'm i'm really interested to see what ahsoka is doing during the same time period Mm -hmm. and kind of see like the other side of it you know because i i'm i'm assuming we're gonna see like hawks and yeah, you know, so it's probably some more of the guys in the on the dark council on their side who were all like, "Yay, Thrawn!" Um, and you know, once Th- Thrawn actually shows up, and then they're gonna be like, "Look, see, I told you, told you he was coming," uh, <laughs> and see see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, you yeah. were telling me that blue skin man was a myth well guess what you were mistaken yeah i mean from what it sounds like we're we're kind of in this spot where it's like we're almost to like you know if, if you were equating it to the mcu like we're getting closer to like you know infinity war mm-hmm. but we're not quite there yet we still got some more chess pieces that need to be put into play but almost there and that's exciting mm-hmm. it's very exciting so i'm i'm here for it. i love the mandalorian even when it's like not necessarily the best you know that uh, i mean i enjoyed the other shows too you know as much as i was like i don't understand andor i still enjoyed it because it was entertaining um and it had some real you know interesting stuff in it um you know and i like the cartoons um as well you know and i'm looking forward to to ahsoka uh but there's just there's just something about the man i you know i when they disney when they disney did their trilogy you know the the force awakens trilogy essentially you know it i'd never really been a huge star wars fan my brother was the huge star wars fan when we were kids um i just watched it because that's what you do at some point in your life um unless you're steve rogers and you've been under ice um like the one person in the entire universe that does not know that darth vader's luke's father um so when like you know i went and saw the force awakens and then the other two and you know i got a little excited you know let bb8 he's a little precious cinnamon roll mm-hmm. um you know porgs are awesome i still find it weird that um ben solo is played by somebody who went to high school with one of my husband's friends uh <laughs> is is from the same is is from board you know raised in the exact same area that my husband grew up uh is really weird 
um <laughs> but you know whatever everybody's gotta come from somewhere even even adam driver um but i've never really been like you know a huge star wars fan until the mandalorian the mandalorian is what tipped me over into being a much bigger star wars fan i'm sitting here wearing my mandalorian sweatshirt that i bought <laughs> that was released in the disney stores during the first season so that tells you how long i've had this sweatshirt oh, <laughs> oh, cool. it's a really nice sweatshirt too it's super thick um and really comfy um but it's it's got the 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 mythosaur logo in the front and it says mandalorian bounty hunters on it so it's really cool um i'm i love this series and you know i know it can't last forever <laughs> but i i'm enjoying the heck out of it and not just because grogu is adorable although that does help yes it does. a lot <laughs> <laughs> that does help yeah it may be a bit cliche yeah like of course look it's the girl she's veering towards like the cute creature but yeah he's also really cool i mean it's it's really cool it's really cool to be learning about these uh you know these 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 uh like you know the mandalorian um you know culture and um you know all of all of that um you know something that we've never really gotten before at least in the you know in the light in the uh you know in the stuff you can watch obviously there's a lot of stuff in the expanded universe but not all that's canon and then learning about uh, grogu and you know the the species you know because all we really know is yoda and yaddle a little bit so mm -hmm. um and from what i understand once grogu uh is able to speak you know the common tongue um yeah what we would consider english um is he will he will speak the common tongue yoda spoke the way he did because his uh jedi master spoke that way so he 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 speaks he spoke in that weird order as as an homage to the the jedi master who trained him so because apparently yaddle spoke the common tongue so more than likely grogu especially hanging around mando and everyone else who speaks the common tongue it just makes sense i wonder what grogu's first words are going to be it seems like mm -hmm. he was trying there towards the end yes. it was as we've got like as we've gotten more further into it he, the, he's he's doing more and more cooing and it seems like he's trying to make words but it's just not quite there yet a lot of people are saying that the scene when Grogu, Din, and um, Bo-Katan believing after escaping Mandalore the first time and Mando was saying this is the way and so did Bo and it, Grogu was queuing after that and people were saying that mm -hmm. he was trying to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, if you think about it, when it comes to Grogu, odds are his first words are either going to be something food related or it's going to be this is the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Yeah. Yep. 
I love the yes, no, yes, no button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mando. He's oh, like, yeah. it's like, welcome to parenthood. Yeah. Once they learn, once they learn how, once they learn how to move freely on their own and speak and can grab things, you're screwed. Pretty much. The first when they're just a little that blob that, that just ha- just kind of hangs out, you're fine. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they may, you know, they may poop their pants every now and then. It's a little gross, but they may spit yeah, off. It's, yeah, you, but you get they're self they're they're self contained. It's it's when they're mm-hmm. mobile and and can speak. And it's when you that you're in trouble. So. Just the reaction look off of his helmet when Grogu punches the no button for the first time. It's like, oh my god, yes. no. Yeah, he's like stealing the fruit from that poor vendor, and he's like, "I want it." We can't do that. Like you don't take stuff that's not yours. Why not? I want. (sighs) Mando, you are in for a ride, as if you Mm -hmm. haven't already been on one already. But yeah. Thank goodness Grogu is cute. <laughs> hmm Anyone have anything else? No. no. What what do we think of apparently assuming um Mando's name wrong? Because she was because when he almost like basically giving Grogu his new name it was Din Grogu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean that's it's it's a very formal thing which is tracks for the Mandalorians. I can't imagine outside of probably formal Mandalorian related things that they'll refer to him as Din Grogu. Mm-hmm. They'll probably still just call him Grogu. Probably. Yeah, because it's his given name. It seems to be. Yeah. But you know, having have adding the the din because then that that shows that he is of Din Jaren. So mm-hmm. short of putting a sticker on him that says "My dad is a Mandalorian," you better watch out. Right? Um, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and he's teaching me things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hurt me. Prepare for a world of hurt. Exactly. <laughs> So, I think I, I mean it's cute. It's it's a, it is very formal, but that's just the way the Mandalorians roll. So I yeah. I can see why Bo Katan has stood. Yeah, it's obviously now that she's come back into it and is is the proper leader, and they're reestablishing Mandalore as their home planet. That she's showing a bit more respect for mm-hmm. the culture that she comes from. Yeah. But obviously with the stuff that happened with the Great Purge and everything, I mean, her father lost his life because of the Purge, you know, the, you know, she lost her sister. Um, so I, I could, you know, I could see why she went a little, you know, she rebelled a little, you know, like not caring about the whole helmet thing and, and, you know, following all the, all of the tradition. So I don't think she'll necessarily be as uber traditional as some of the others like obviously the the armorer uh although asking Bo-Katan to remove her helmet i think shows that the armorer realizes that you know if if we reestablish mandalore we probably need to modernize a little <laughs> mm-hmm. 
um, and figure out how to. You know, we can tweak make, some of the rules. Tweak, yeah, tweak, tweak some things, um, and and figure out you know how to how to continue to have have Mandalore have er you know have the respect and everything that it's earned, but not not be so mired in tradition that if those that maybe want to carve their own path of what being a Mandalorian means, it's not the end of the world. Um is it's gonna because that I partially <laughs> from what I know is that uh, at least in in a, a percentage uh that's part of the reason why Mandalore kept falling even before the the great purge is the the clans and stuff were just constantly butting heads because they cannot agree because one group thought that they should do things one way and then the other group think they should do things another way and that just caused nothing but trouble um so um being a bit more flexible this time around is going to be what makes Mandalore strong and hopefully last for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yep. In the meantime, any of our listeners have thoughts on Mandalorian or anything else we've covered in this episode and want to share those thoughts with us and we'll read them out on the podcast. You can send us feedback at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com and you can also visit our website which is thefiveishfangirls.com and that has links to all of our social media as a show notes you can comments and we'll treat those as feedback as well you can also uh, find wherever you download podcasts that's where we are listen mm -hmm. to us um, and uh, you can also help support the podcast through our Patreon or our merch shop and again, links to it on their website. And uh, as always, we thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. And um, I know I posted it on our Facebook. I also need to post it on our other social. For your comments, interactions, and. I was I was gonna say um I say uh as uh you know, obviously if you want to support the show we have those links, but uh we also now have on the website links for uh our uh business <laughs> business account i guess is the proper term on amazon we have some amazon wish lists for ah. the non-for-profit for the non-for-profit related stuff uh we do have some confirmed events that uh, i will be at at least uh this summer um that will involve me manning a, a table uh so it'd be really easy to find me to come talk about things uh yeah. but uh, the you know it's like to be a, a bit more than just a table with a tablecloth and a stack of business cards uh so <laughs> there's some amazon wish list with some stuff on there that if you're inclined we'd really appreciate if you know if you want to make a purchase on our behalf that would be awesome because we are a small non-for-profit and that means our our budget is uh teeny tiny you know as we as we try to grow um you know we, we're very fortunate to to receive some donate do donations 
Um, but again, it's this is it's it's important work. We're very excited about it, but unfortunately, some of it does require money, which we mm -hmm. don't have a lot of. Uh, so the podcast is fine. You know, anything mm -hmm. that you, any money you send our way, you know, either by buying merch or Patreon, um, really, you know, it does help, you know, it helps with us being able to have the, the show hosted somewhere. Uh, but the, the nonprofit could really start using some financial support too. <laughs> so again, don't spend money you don't have. But if you can, but if you can, can help, so but it's all can be found on the website. So, so it's very, it's, it's, it's very distinct podcast, nonprofit. So, mm -hmm. so check us out and see who's going on. And uh, again, thank you for your support, your listening, your feedback, your mm -hmm. reviews, comments, all that good stuff. And uh, we, you know. Of course hope you guys are all doing well with whatever you're doing and uh mm -hmm. yeah take care wrap up this episode and actually this month yes. <laughs> the last episode of this month hard to believe <laughs> so let's sign off Christy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> no squeezy. <laughs>